0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum, and I am an artist and a healing energy facilitator. You may have noticed that last week there was no episode. It was a combination of things. One of the main things being that my neighbors in my apartment building have had construction going on over there, and it's just been noisy. So every time I tried to record, there would be another noise. And it also seemed to me like it was a message that it wasn't quite time to start talking about a course in miracles that I was going to start my series on. I think I'm going to dive a bit deeper before I start sharing that. So today's episode is with Lauren Ivey. I found her when I was listening to the Spiritually Inspired podcast, and I just don't know what it was about her energy. I was just so sure that I needed to connect with her, and it was such a small thing, but in part of the conversation, she started talking about plants, and although that's not a huge focus for her all of the time, I just felt like there was some reason why that was bringing us together and we've had some great conversations since then. I will also be on her podcast, Open to Alchemy, next week on March 29th, I believe. And I really have just enjoyed these conversations. We somehow find a way to flow every single time we talk. We don't really plan anything. It just is a natural connection that we have. So Lauren Ivey is a manifesting generator She is what she calls a spiritual hummingbird. She and I both love Elizabeth Gilbert, and that's a term that she came up with where she's sampling things and bringing them out to other people so that she can share those philosophies. She has training in human design, and she really likes to combine that with her knowledge and experience in holistic wellness, higher consciousness, as well as entrepreneurship and marketing. Her podcast, Open to Alchemy, is part woo, part work. So it's this way of bringing together the entrepreneurship, which she calls soulpreneurship, with spirituality. Her offerings also help entrepreneurs. I feel like she has a beautiful, compassionate energy and a way of just seeing you for who you really are in a validating way. She tends to bring out spirit crumbs for me. I just really feel like you'll all be getting some sort of an intuitive hit from this episode and listening to Lauren. Welcome to Spirit Crumbs, Lauren. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited to have you here. I was just on your podcast or we recorded my episode with you and... I enjoyed that conversation and something that came up that I feel like every time we talk comes up is the fact that I'm a generator, you're a manifesting generator, and you talk a lot about how you're learning to allow yourself to flow when your interests change or coming back to things when it feels like the right timing. How has that been showing up for you lately? Oh, gosh. I mean, basically every minute of every day. (laughs) Is that too much? (laughs) It's real.
1: it's real. Yeah, I'm I definitely have I mean we've talked about this how much we love human design for so many reasons and it's so funny the way as a modality I find it's just new layers unfold new embodiment happens and even knowing it and studying it and knowing my energy as a manifesting generator meaning Like you said, that I pivot and my energy flows and I'm interested in this. Now I want to do that. What about this? What about that? Even knowing that and accepting that and truly loving that about myself, I can still get caught in the conditioning of, well, I said that I was going to do this. So now I have to keep doing this. Or I put out this business offering and now I'm kind of, this is more interesting to me. Or well, I was going to do this every day, by the way, why do I do that to myself as a manifesting generator? Why do I ever come up with like, I'm going to have a daily mantra. Like that's crazy. Like that's just like not following man, gen energy at all, but I keep doing it. Cause part of me is like, no, we're going to do this every day and you're going to stick with it. So it's just allowing, it's just knowing this is who I am. This is how I'm designed. There is there is beauty and wisdom and magical gifts in just following my energy and literally letting go of any entanglements that tell me otherwise.
0: I love that. And I love hearing that from your perspective, how you still do get caught up in it sometimes. Cause it's true. We're all conditioned that that like, you should do the same thing at the same time every day. And that you, if you fall off of your own patterns that you made up for yourself, somehow that's like a failure. And I feel like as a generator, I feel that a lot. Like, I feel like because we're told like you're building something, you know, we're supposed to be more consistent, but that's like only, to be for a certain amount of time, you know, like everything has its timing. And I think for myself, something that's been coming up for me a lot is learning to like zoom out and like, look at like, why am I doing this in the first place? Right. Like when there's something that I get so used to doing in that daily grind, and then I stop and I'm like, I'm frustrated and I don't know why. And like, I haven't thought about why I was doing this. Do you find yourself doing that too? Like zooming out and zooming yeah, in? Yeah,
1: absolutely. And even what you were saying reminded me of just because we, you know, cause I have those generator qualities too, just because there's something that we are quote unquote, supposed to be doing, or we're supposed to be mastering something. There is so much of a spectrum within that and so much flexibility within that. I kind of like to look at it as creating a form that I can flow within or creating guardrails or structure. So it's, you know, every day I'm going to meditate because I know that feels good. And I know that nourishes me and it keeps me connected, but I guarantee you every day that meditation is going to look different. And so that's one way as a man, Jen, that I'm able to have a consistency, but also give myself the freedom to flow with my energy. And I mean, that, that can be extended to any energy type, you know, you want to exercise every day. Maybe you love doing your spin and that's your exercise, but maybe it changes, you know, based on your energy and that allows you really to check in with mu- with what is most aligned for you. And I love that you pointed out that, yeah, these are rules that we're creating for ourselves. So wh- why are we doing that? And we can certainly break them or change them. And yeah, I feel like zooming in, zooming out, sort of changing perspective, seeing it from the side, seeing it from behind, (laughs) I can turn things over about a million times. That's the open, my open head and Ajna just like never is satisfied.
0: I relate to that so much. I also have both of those centers open. And I feel like it's just like you see all the things other people are doing and being like a generator type, like you respond to it. and You're always like inspired, but there's nothing that like clarifies what you're meant to do in that process. It's just very like open. And I think for me, when I think about even in the last week, I didn't record a podcast episode this week for the first time in I don't know how long, like, I don't know if I've ever missed a week, maybe one. And it it just got to that point where I zoomed out and I was like forcing myself to try and come up with something. And I was like, I got nothing and I'm tired. I need a day to just like relax. And I think this will be the next episode. So it's kind of like, you know, perfect timing of like talking about this and talking about how it doesn't have to look the same forever. It's as long as that makes sense for you. And like, there's. Like you said, there's a beauty in allowing that and in like recognizing that things are going to change. And I think for me as a generator to the plateau, where you're doing the same thing for too long, that's when I start to be like, okay there's something that doesn't feel right about this anymore. There's like something that I know I loved this at one point, but like now it's feeling frustrating. And like, why is that? What parts of it do I want to move forward to something else? And what parts of it am I just not loving? And then figure out what to do next and see where something might show up or be, ma- be magnetized to me by like stopping that pattern, I guess, and like seeing what shows up.
1: Yes, definitely. I totally agree with that. And I I just love that awareness and that approaching something with the curiosity, with the wonder, with, well, what if I didn't put out a podcast this week when I've done it for so long? What does that open up? I think it's such a beautiful way because as so many of us do, that judgment and that shame, that's just sort of like self-inflicted struggle to be like somebody else, be like a version of ourselves. And not that we shouldn't have goals and and things that we're striving for, but I think you're totally right that sometimes we miss what is even better and wider and more possible for us because we are trying to find some system. Just give me a system that works and I'm going to follow it And for me, and I think for a lot of people, the system is tapping into connection to source. And that is not a system that you can just like replicate and duplicate and like write down and follow without just being connected and just being flow and just being free and just reminding yourself that, you know, and again, I know there's so many people listening that like structure is their life. They crave it. They really blossom and flourish in that. So if that is working for you, I am so envious, (laughs) but if you're (laughs) like us where it's, there's more openness and it's sort of, you know, you can put a lot of judgment and conditioning on yourself that you're not showing up in a certain way. And so I love that you're just like, well, I didn't do it this week. And that the whole world did not end. It just continued along.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I love the structure piece because I'm so Capricorn, I'm so earthy. I have to have some structure. But what I'm learning, like you said, is to balance that with like having structure in the places where I need it and then leaving that openness where it's okay. So you know, I have a detailed whiteboard calendar that I always know what I have to do, and I map that out. But the rest of the time, I don't try to schedule it anymore. I used to try to figure out what I was going to do with all my time. And I do have a morning routine where I get up, I make my coffee, and then I sit down, I do my cards, and then I I, ideally will journal. But sometimes I'm like I don't feel like doing it that way this morning or sometimes I want to go for a walk instead. But it's just knowing that I have to do something to connect to myself and that's part of my day. It's built in. I also have been way over scheduled in the past and then if I have no direction, no schedule, I just feel like a blob. I don't feel like myself either.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Definitely finding a balance, finding a mix, a flow that works for you and it does take you know, trial and error. I think we've all spent time being, you know, super scheduled. Maybe you're in a corporate setting where every hour, every 30 minutes, there's a new meeting, there's a new call. I was messaging with a friend the other day and they were telling me that literally every 20 minute block in their day was scheduled. And as a man, Jen, part of me is like, oh my God, that's amazing. Like you're so busy. Like I could feel like that buzzing inside me. And then so that I, you know, I'm I'm rationalizing that. And then there's the piece of me that knows that for me, my desire for freedom and openness and whatever's going to come in is equal to that. And so that's where it's like finding, finding that balance. And I have to tell you, I know we had talked about astrology a bunch on mine. I got an astrology reading yesterday and it blew my mind. Yeah, I'm in a group and we do, you know, exchange readings and sort of test out offerings on each other. And it's really fun. And so this gal had said, Oh, I'm working on combining a soul reading with astrology who's in and it was literally like right after we had talked. And I was like, me, 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 you know, astrology has been coming up so much. And it was incredible. She does evolutionary astrology, which I had never heard of. And It was really cool. And I feel like I understand myself. And I said to her, you know, I do human design like you. We hear all the time people say, how do you know this about me? Like this resonates so much. This is amazing. And I said to her, I'm now the giddy one on the other side of the screen saying, how do you know literally everything about me?
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I think like the, for me, I like kind of going between the two of them because obviously astrology is part of human design. So there is some that like, I can see where like the human design pieces fit with the Mm -hmm. astrology pieces. But I think it's nice, like when you get like same kind of concept, you get immersed in one modality for so long. And then when you zoom out and like start looking at something new, it just like totally inspires you so much to like hear it from a different perspective and from someone else. Like sometimes you do need to hear it from someone else, right? Definitely,
1: yeah. And the way that she ran through it because I knew my, my sun and my moon and my ascending, but talking really through the houses that they were in and the signs and the planets. And then also looking at the oppositions. She did like Chiron versus Pluto. And my mind was blown thinking about that and looking at that and even understanding how many times in my life i feel this you know duality polarity like this push and pull it just made so much sense and it was just such a beautiful gift to me that these modalities hold so much wisdom whatever it is astrology human design enneagram all the different things that i love that you love and i'm just so i was feeling so grateful that we have found them and that we have connected to each other And to these other incredible people all over the world who are using this information, this really ancient, incredible wisdom and being able to activate it today is just, I was like, just walking on a cloud yesterday.
0: I love that for you because it's true. We we were talking about it and like, I know I get hyper fixated on things for a while. And because I'm like that investigator, if I don't have something that I'm actively investigating, I get bored. So I think that's where like, if I find, if I have one quick thought, like for example, my brother gave me a Celtic art book for my birthday and he gave it to me late. He gave it to me in February. And then I ordered a book and it's by Diana Beresford Kroger and she's like a scientist a botanist she's so focused on trees but she comes from a Celtic background and she has done this book that I got which I had no idea has the Ogham alphabet with the trees at the back of it and she goes through this whole story and it's brought me on this whole like crazy journey in my brain but It's one of those things where then I was thinking to myself, because you had mentioned Bark the other day to me. And I was like, it brings me back to you again, because I I was like, why are we on the same wavelength? Like we've never met in person. We've like been chatting maybe five times. And I immediately had this moment yesterday because I was listening to her, the author talking in an interview. And she was talking about the bark on this plant. And I was like, the bark. I was like, there's a reason this is coming up.
1: Yeah, I love that. That I get my little, my little truth tingles everywhere when you talk about stuff like that. And it's just like, it can be so fun and so light and exciting. And I'm so glad that you gave me that medicine today because let's face it, the world can feel very heavy and it is not to in any iota, way, shape or form discount all of the very serious stuff that is happening, but also I was just chatting with a friend about this, us holding our own vibration is part of our jobs right now. And to look around and see the light and talk to the trees and look at that amazing synchronicity. I just think it's so important and special because we cannot help anybody in our families and Communities in the world, if we are all just like under the wave of everything that's going on. So just say that and then put it aside. I love that. Yeah, I was walking the other day close to after we had finished recording on my podcast, and a piece of bark just appeared in front of me and just got a message. And then I just started leaning into it a little bit, and it was so beautiful. And I recorded it. So I have to. Um, send it to you, but it was very much just about letting the layers go and allowing space for the new growth. And also there was an element of, of what has come off of you and what has shed that it doesn't go away, that it transmutes into something new, whether it become knowledge for somebody else or a piece that you pick up later, or a home for somebody else to you know sort of live and learn and and it was just really beautiful and i think for me again with the openness up top i can just get very i can loop around things i can lose focus i can not see the forest for the trees so to speak and so just listening just allowing every single thing i just actually posted about this today letting everything be a message letting everything be something I believe in I was walking home from walking my son to school today and it was like barely drizzling not even drizzling misting I had no rain on me really and I was walking and I was almost home and one single drop fell and landed direct directly on my third eye and I just had to giggle in the middle of the street because it was like of all the places and all the times and all the locations and I was like okay I hear you. And I was just going to let that be something magical for me.
0: I agree with that wholeheartedly. I think, like you said, the one piece about acknowledging what's happening in the world, not bypassing it and feeling all of the feelings that come along with that. I think like we do have those moments where we just have to acknowledge what's happening and what it's doing to our bodies and what it's doing to, you know, our energy and Then, like you said, at the same time, it's a gift to the world if we are still allowing ourselves to shine our light and to show up in ways that are supportive to ourselves and to others. And like you said, one of the best ways to do that is to start seeing things as messages, seeing things as signs and allowing those things to be magical. If I have a conversation and share this with someone else, if I like tell someone else that I'm thinking about this it does actually ripple out and it doesn't discount, like you said, anything that is happening. But what it does is it like reinvigorates me to feel like I can handle those things better because it's a balance. It's not, I'm not allowing myself to get completely absorbed into that because then I'm not helping anyone and I'm not helping myself. And I'm adding to that dark, deep, dense energy. Like you said, the more you can start to see those little signs that there is something bigger than us, there is an energy around us, there is source energy all around us, I think that it kind of supports you so that it doesn't feel as heavy, like you said, it does lift you up a little bit, even the tiniest little thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's like that quote that you can choose to live as, you know, nothing is a miracle or everything is a miracle. And I, I I do understand for people that have that investigator side for people that have that very practical pragmatic I need to see it I need to hold it I need to touch it I understand that that is a stretch for people and it takes that suspension of disbelief it takes practice it takes wanting but when you think about so many things that you trust in your life you know you you've trust love how do you can't necessarily see it or hold it or you know, it's something you feel, it's something that you know, it's something that when it happens to you, you are aware of. And so thinking about things like that, and knowing that even when it comes to messages, it doesn't always have to be this loud knock on the head, ghost walking past you, light bulbs going off. I mean, it's super cool when that happens. But being able to find those little you know, as you call them, breadcrumbs, those little things that you follow in your day. And all of a sudden, like you said, you end up talking to someone that you never would have talked to, or you have an idea that, you know, seemingly came out of nowhere. But if you track it back, and you follow the string back, it came from something that sparked in you.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I think, like you said, seeing everything as a miracle versus nothing. I think that is something that I just have done naturally where sometimes I get out of it. Obviously we all have times when we're just in it and we're just dealing with stuff and we're not in that mode. But I think the more I invite that in, the more it shows up. And it is, for me, I am a little bit on that like tangible thing. Like I'm so Capricorn. And that's why I think like, I gravitate towards like, have like, if I have something that comes to me, my guides now kind of know to guide me towards a book or a movie or a tangible thing that I can act on. And like, I'll know when there's a different energy of one where I'm like, no, that one was not me. <laughs> like that was like given to me versus like my usual chatter in my head. Or like, if I'm in the middle of, like I said, like putting dishes away or washing dishes or doing something really mundane. And I have this like, spark of information or an inspiration that I'm like, that definitely was not in my mind before I realized it. There's a feeling that comes with that for me. I don't know if that happens for you as well, where it's just like, I know that was a sign versus like, oh, that's something that just happened.
1: So I get my messages in a lot of different ways. I definitely am sentient. I audience. clairvoyant. Um, you know, I have knowings. And it's funny, because until I really started pursuing that intuition, you don't know what other people don't know. And so and I know this happens for a lot of people where, you know, I would walk into a room and just sort of like know what was going on behind the scenes and people's energy, like very good at always reading that. And I just thought that was something that everybody could do. I just thought, Well, don't you see that that person is upset or that person is happy or that person is afraid or they're scared or whatever it is that they're feeling. And it wasn't until you start talking about it and start learning about it that you're like, oh, okay, I'm having a whole situation happening inside that other people are not connecting to. But I totally agree that the more you invite it in, the more those things start happening and, you know, and they keep growing and they keep expanding. And that's another place where not comparing your intuitive abilities or, you know, the ways you get intuitive messages. I know that's definitely a tricky place, you know, for people to navigate because a lot of people want to see things. They want to have vision. They want to see the things and they feel like, well, if I'm not clairvoyant because that's such a popular one that people, you know, there's something wrong with me or it's not as good and it absolutely is not. You know, there's not a hierarchy of clairs. And so just letting people know that when you're opening up, trust everything. That's what I would say. Trust every message, trust every little ping, little voice, little vision, anything that you feel or you know and just let that be your guide and as you said the more that you sit with it the more that you just spend 5 minutes quietly in nature or are sitting down and just you know listening to shamanic drumming or anything that you feel guided to the more that you will start to be able to discern what is your head? What is your ego? What is conditioning versus, whoa, there's a lot of magic happening that I was just disregarding because I didn't know what it was, or I thought it was my own thoughts. I think it's literally the most fun.
0: It really is. And I think too, like you said, there's not a hierarchy of how to receive things. And I think the more you start to trust everything, it's a trial and error process. Like you said, it's nice to think that there might be a system out there of like, you do this, this happens, but that's not the case. It's trying it for yourself. And obviously sometimes you're going to follow something and maybe it won't work out the way you planned, but then there's wisdom in that too. So I feel like people are just so afraid of doing something quote unquote wrong, where it's like, I don't believe anything's wrong. I've made some colossal, what other people would call mistakes, but they've been my biggest periods of growth and expansion. It's like, the further down the rock bottom I get, the faster I spring forward after. It's, for me, just not worth it to, to dig into the fear as much as the trust. If I make a mistake, I make a mistake. I haven't died yet from any of the many that I've made until this point.
1: Yeah, definitely. I love I love that idea. And just making friends with your fear, making friends with your ego, sending it love, knowing, you know appreciating it for the job that it's trying to do. And then, you know, envision putting it in your pocket or putting it on your desk or like, if you're close to me, I still know that you're here, but right now I'm going to allow for something else to come in. And, you know, cord cutting and protective bubbling and all of those different visualizations and practices, they're definitely there for a reason. And also I would say that, there's so many beautiful guides out there that can help people with their intuition and helping to open that up and give practices. And yours might not end up looking anything like that. And that's okay, too.
0: Yes, absolutely. I think it's just so good to still explore what's out there, what people and guides and, you know, mentors are out there, but still just remembering that like, you can start to learn within yourself what feels true to you. And I think like we both kind of use different terms for that. Cause you were talking about like your truth tingles. I get the same thing where I just feel it either in my chest. Like I feel it in my heart sometimes, or sometimes I get like tingles all over if something makes sense for me. And eventually you just figure out what that is for you. You might really actually just know when somebody says something like, yes, that is true. I know that feels true. And I think allowing that to unfold and not trying to force it is really the only approach you can have when you're just starting out is just kind of being curious, like we've said before, and then following it through. What is it that's been lighting you up the most recently? Like what's been really exciting to you?
1: Oh, so many things. Um, So I'm writing a book, which is beyond. I'm so excited and it's such an interesting process because it's one of those things that has been, something I've always wanted to do, circling around. And then by the most amazing set of synchronicities, I got connected with somebody who is a book writing coach. And when I say synchronicities, I had been scheduled to interview someone for my podcast and they were unwell, so they canceled. And then we rescheduled it and she was unwell. And so she said to a very dear friend of hers who also was in the spiritual space would you want to do this the person said yes she this is un, you know without me knowing it reached out to me and said I'm not able to do it but my friend is would you be interested in it and she does animal communication and I was like a hundred percent yes that sounds amazing so she showed up for the podcast interview that we had scheduled. Of course, she's writing a book. And so she connected me with the book. So it's just, again, a beautiful example of that. So that's been really fun and exciting. And I am really lit up and leaning into all of my energy alignment for business. So doing some business chakra, clearing, balancing, and playing with that and some other just manifestation portals. I'm doing some human design for business and looking and playing with that. And I love the entrepreneur space. I love the space of creation. And I can't wait to read back over my notes from that astrology session yesterday because so much of what she said made sense. And we talked about career a lot. And so I'm really excited to see what what bubbles up from that.
0: I love all of that. I love the synchronicities leading you to writing a book. I can't wait to find out what that is and read it. That's such a good example of you having all of these crumbs where like you could have said, okay, never mind," after the first time when they rescheduled, but because you were just like, okay, like, we'll see what happens and then allow the other person to come up. And I think that that is how things show up for me too, where it's just these, I just go with it. I know you do work with entrepreneurs a lot, and you work with people who are in the spiritual space. And I was wondering if there's like a theme of things that have been showing up in your clients or things that a lot of people work through or struggle with when it's spiritual people starting a business.
1: Well, definitely what's happening right now that I've heard from a lot of clients is the feeling of being overwhelmed because so many of them are... Empathic and working through how to, like we talked about earlier, how to navigate their own energy, how to navigate what they're feeling in the collective, what they can do to keep themselves resourced in a place of alignment while still having their heart open to what's happening everywhere. And also working through what it is they can offer to others in a sense of resources, what their language should be, what feels good to them, what feels aligned for them, you know, and not necessarily completely changing course just because the world is on fire, because that can always be the case. And so just really reconnecting with the fact that their voice, their message, their energy and their offerings are valuable and can be of so much help to so many people. So how to do that while still being compassionate and still being authentic to to what they feel and also crafting offerings and content that speaks to, again, what people need and people are feeling overwhelmed and people are feeling, so what they, what can they create that still is aligned for them, but that they know can be like a quick win for somebody else. So a lot of that is, um, it's what is, what's been coming up lately. And then just dancing and sort of this post-COVID-ish interim world of it feels like everything has exploded and how to have their voice be heard in such a crowded, congested space and really helping people connect with their why, what their journey is Decondition from that external validation and how many likes and how many followers and, and know that there is a place for them. And as long as they connect in with what is aligned for them, then having that consistency is just going to pay off.
0: That all sounds so beautiful. I feel like it's true. There's so many people on both sides of it. Like so many people looking for entrepreneurs who are doing something to support them with being overwhelmed in the world. And then being overwhelmed and still trying to serve like those are two things that I also see happening a lot and I feel like I'm experiencing myself so I think it's beautiful that you're able to guide people through that and help them actually find that within themselves and like you said I love how you're focused on them finding what their own journey is and like what their why is, and then I was wondering if you could just explain how you look at the chakras of the business. That sounds really interesting to. Me. Yeah, so this
1: is a new thing I just started playing with. It again, following a little intuitive hit. I was reading a book about I. I have um, you know my level two Reiki training, so I incorporate Reiki into my various you know business offerings. And I was reading an in-depth book on the different chakras. And again, we have, this is fantastic. So in my neighborhood, we have these little free libraries, which are little boxes that people put in front of their houses. And, you know, it's like you put your books there that you want to get rid of. And so I was walking by one one day and saw this incredible, very thick manual on Um, chakras, which is incredible that I live in a neighborhood that someone's getting rid of a book like that. And they're so generous to put it in one of the libraries. So of course I snagged it and it's just this immensely beautiful, deep, well-crafted book. And so I was just, you know, flipping through it, reading it, like, this is perfect. I really do want to get more embodied and more aligned with, you know, this kind of energy healing. And, you know, it's just sort of flew into me. Okay. There is something here for you as it relates to the current and aspiring entrepreneurs that you serve, because I had already been playing with and doing human design for businesses and doing charts for that and doing overlays. And then I love mixing human design with, you know, shocker healing and, and that kind of alignment. And so, yeah, I just started playing with it and I've done a few readings and they're going really incredibly well, really resonating and just sort of reading the energy of somebody's business and seeing where things feel really lit up and really light and really excited, where things feel disconnected, where things feel tight, where things feel distant and helping people just bring that into better alignment.
0: That is amazing. And again, you know, I think there's something with both of us with books where yes, yes. that is like my my currency with spirit, where like, I love that you're just walking by and you look and there's just literally a book on chakras and right in front of you. And I feel like for me, I used to walk into, we have like indigo chapters here, which is like your Barnes and Noble. And I, for about, it was in 2016, which is when a lot of this tree stuff came up the first time for me. And I would just walk in no purpose whatsoever, go to Starbucks, walk through, grab whatever. But I, I would, it's one of those things where I would walk through, get to the checkout and be like, "What was I even here? Like what just yes. happened? I love that you've followed it through and you've been using that to help people with their businesses because I feel like it's true. They're kind of like their own entity and there's things that work really well, things that you struggle with a little bit more in the business that may not be how you personally operate. So I feel like that's an interesting comparison to make and an interesting way to use that knowledge
1: yeah definitely I have I have also been considering that for a while and just thinking through it and again I think again for us generators man gens it's not that pushing it's not that I've got to make it I've got to figure it out I've got to do it like okay I it like there's almost like this filtration system that happens. Like if you envision sort of like the, like a really pretty, like waterfall feature or something where it comes in. And I used to think, all right, I got to turn on the hose. I got to spray it back out. I got to like do something (laughs) with it right away. And that is where the, the trust, that is where the self-acceptance and self-compassion comes in. Like, okay, as a man, I want to like spit it back out right away. I want to be that energy hummingbird. I'm picking it up. I got to spread it over there okay, let, what if I just let it be and then turn things over and just see how it trickles through and trust that this is what it's turning into. And this might be where it ends. This might be a springboard. This might be a step towards something else. And I'm not going to judge it. And I'm just going to, to let it be and see what um, what flows with it. And so, yeah, I'm super excited about it because I love it. And again, very man-gen, like weaving all these different things together, having an experience with this, having an experience with that, seeing this. And, and again, that's the place where so much conditioning can come in because we all see like the successful person and you want to emulate exactly what they're doing and follow their path. But for man-gen and really for everybody, You create your own magic. There is something so innate and beautiful about your experience and your gifts and your passions. And I love helping people just find their own way of weaving things together, which does require a little bit of separating from what common society or popular society tells you you have to do to be successful. Even deciding what success is at something I evaluate for myself on probably a weekly basis. <laughs> what is success for me this week? Because my, you know, I have a family, I have children, I have you know, husband and dog and house and family, community and all these things. I don't have a full sovereignty over my, you know, life, if you would say it in that regard, because I'm so <laughs> entangled with other people who I love and I'm very grateful for. But it's different than if you have, you know, all the day, all the hours and all the days for yourself to create. And so I have to say, I have to constantly be aware of that and reframing what is success for for me today. Maybe my day is packed with things that are not work related other than, you know, my a few appointments, or maybe it's a day that's filled with openness and creativity. And I just have to say like, this is what success is. It's success. If I meditate, if I spend time in nature, if I connect with beautiful souls like you and listeners and get to have one little bit of impact in the world, that is a success for me.
0: I love that. I think that's such a great way to frame it so that people can feel like you are having success and then it's not being compared to other people. And I think it's true when you have so many different aspects of your life going on simultaneously. And if your only means of success is a dollar amount or a specific business outcome, That is not going to happen every week. It's not going to happen every day. It's just not realistic to have those expectations on yourself. Whereas like you said, if you can choose one thing that is like, if I do this one thing today, I will feel like I've had a little quick win or a success thinking of it. it, Like those are the days I feel bad. If I have a thousand things on my to-do list, but there's the one thing that'll make me feel good. If I do that one thing, it's not so bad if some of the other smaller things don't get done. So I think that's for anyone, like you said, not just a certain type, but you know, not just generators, but for anyone, if you have that main goal in mind of like what success is for you, I think that's important to keep that in mind, no matter what you're doing. (laughs) because we're talking about this, I was wondering if you wanted to tell a little bit about how people can work with you, what the different offerings are that you have, because I know, like, I just love being in your energy.
1: Oh, you're so sweet. I love being in your energy, too. And I feel like we have so much in common, we have so much um, that we just yeah, there's just like this beautiful shared energy. And so I know we're going to continue to connect with the plants, so and we're going to play with that and see what comes up. I'm not sure we're ready to share that yet, but, um, yeah, working with me. So it's my Instagram is open.to.alchemy. My website is open to alchemy.com. I have all kinds of different resources, free resources, very inexpensive resources. I have a clarity workbook and a creative content workbook, because that's another thing that I hear all the time is people not knowing what to talk about, not feeling creative. And so I created a little workbook for that to help people really align with their creative flow. And yeah, I have different sessions, human design, um, different business readings, and Yeah. And the fun thing is that they continue to expand. So if you don't see something today, it might pop up tomorrow because I'm just flowing with that. So this business for human design, the business chakra balancing is something that I don't even have up yet, but will be up maybe by the time this is out there. And then I have um, other things for entrepreneurs and just regular non-entrepreneurs, small business owners, or people in any different kind of business or industry that just really want to show up in a way that feels more authentic, that feels better, that doesn't feel exhausting and overwhelming all the time, and helping people really connect to their, their gifts, what lights them up, and more than anything, just giving people permission to be themselves and love themselves in in a way that maybe they just haven't allowed themselves to.
0: That is so beautiful. I am so happy that we were able to have this conversation. I'm sure we'll probably have another one at some point when more things are coming to mind. But thank you so much, Lauren, for sharing all of that with us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs. Or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.